This is the Adventist World Radio, and you are listening to the Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is Bible at awr dot org, or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven. From the studio of Adventist World Radio, Pune. A very warm welcome to you. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise. You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually. You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the Voice of Hope. In my moments of fear, through every pain, every tear, there's a God who's been faithful to me. When my strength was all gone, when my heart had no song, still in I see my God do He's been faithful, faithful to me Looking back, His love and mercy I see Even fail to believe, yet he's been faithful, faithful to me. When my heart looked away, the many times I could not pray. Still my God, He was faithful to me. The days I spent so selfishly, reaching out for what pleased me, even then He's been faithful to me. Every time I come back to Him, He's waiting with open arms, and I see once again He's been faithful, faithful. 
Welcome to write to us on this postal address Adventist Media Center Post Box 1446 Market Yard Pune 411037 Maharashtra India You can also log into our website to hear all our programs which is www.awr.org Before we hear God's word, here's a melodious song. As I walk through the door, I sensed his presence, and I knew this was. the place where love abounds for this is the temple Jehovah God abides here we are standing in his presence on holy presence there is joy beyond 
from the studios of Adventist Media Center, Pune. We have Helen Jacob presenting God's Word. Hello, dear listeners. This is Helen Jacob, the English radio speaker producer at Adventist Media Center, Pune. Before we hear the message, let's pray. Dear Father in Heaven, thank you for a new day and for all your wonderful blessings. Please speak to us, Lord, we pray. Bless all our listeners. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Discovery Series, Guide Number 10. How Soon Will Jesus Return? Most of us have an almost instinctive urge to peek into the future. We want to know what lies beyond the horizon. But accurate predictions remain terribly elusive. We have a difficult enough time forecasting tomorrow's weather. There is someone, however, whose prophecies have proven remarkably accurate. Jesus Christ, through his word, can take us into the future. He is a reliable guide. In this lesson, we are going to look at what he had to say about his second coming. After all, who could know more about the end of the world than the one who created it in the beginning? Let us ponder on a few sections. Section 1. Signs that Christ will return in our day. After Jesus assured his disciples that he would come back to our world a second time, Matthew twenty-three thirty-nine, what question did they ask him? Tell us, they said, when will this happen and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the ages? Matthew 24, 3. Jesus answered clearly and positively, in chapter 24 of Matthew and chapter 21 of Luke, he personally gave several signs or evidences by which we can know when his coming is near. Other Bible prophecies help fill out the picture, dealing world condi conditions just before Christ returns. As we will see, these prophecies are being fulfilled before our very eyes. They indicate that... Christ coming back to earth is near at hand. Let's look at 10 signposts of Bible prophecy along the highway to heaven and examine the questions that a modern-day traveler might ask as he reads them. Signpost 1. Anguish, Terror, Perplexity Over 1900 years ago, Jesus gave a prophetic description of contemporary life that sounds as if it could have been taken from the evening news. There will be signs in the sun, moon and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. Men will faint from terror, apprehension of what is coming on the world. For the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Luke 21, 25-28 No more accurate description of today's world could be penned then. Men will faint from terror, apprehension of what is coming on the world. Stockpiled weapons are capable of destroying the entire planet. What if some terrorist gets a nuclear warhead? Jesus gives us a basic for hope in a calamitous age, the current crisis of global anguish and perplexity. 
only reinforces the truth that Christ's coming really is drawing near. People today often moan in frustration. Look what the world has come to. But a student of Bible prophecy can exclaim with hopeful voice, Look who is coming to our world. Signpost 2. World Calamities How do natural disasters fit into last-day events? There will be a great earthquake, famines, and pestilence in various places, and fearful events and great signs from heaven. When you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Luke 21, 11 and 31 Think about famines for a moment. Images of starving kids with distended bellies persist on the news. Isn't it rather amazing that a world which can send men to the moon cannot feed all its people? Jesus knew that famines would persist, that selfish human nature would grow worse towards the end of time. But what about earthquakes? According to the World Almanac of 1999, in centuries after centuries of the Christian era, there was there has been a striking increase in major earthquakes. 18th century, 6 major earthquakes. 19th century, 7. 21st century, more than 100. So the evidence grows more dramatic as we get nearer and nearer to our present day. These figures confirm Christ's prophecy. Famines and major earthquakes are reaching a crescendo. The kingdom of God is near. Will our 21st century bring 100 more major earthquakes or the coming of the King of Kings? Signpost 3. Accumulating Wealth What is the meaning of wealth slipping into the hands of fewer and fewer while more and more fall into poverty? You have hoarded wealth in the last days. James 5.3 Despite all our economic insights, the rich keep getting richer and the poor poorer. The multi-million dollar fortunes are another signpost that show us that the Lord's coming is near. Verse 8. Signpost 4. Civil Unrest Why have discontent and unrest become employees risen so dramatically? Look, the wages you failed to pay the workmen who moved your fields are crying out against you. The cries of the harvesters, workers, have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. Be patient and stand firm, because the Lord's coming is near. James 5, 4 and 8 After predicting an unparalleled piling up of wealth in our day, James foresaw civil unrest arising from discontent workers. The tension between the haves and the have-nots continue to increase, another sign that the Lord is coming near. Signpost 5. Moral Decay why does the moral fiber of society seem to be shredding? But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God having a form of godliness, but denying its power. Evil men and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. 
Second Timothy 3, 1 to 5 and 13. Could anyone think of a more accurate description of our world? Point a camera in any direction these days and you'll catch a picture of arrogance, materialism. You'll capture a shocking epidemic of child abuse and molestation. You'll get countless scenes of youth out of control, kids in their early teens killing and maiming at random. All these things form a gallery of pictures loudly proclaiming that Jesus' coming is very near. Signpost 6. Spread of the Occult Why are we seeing an explosion of interest in the occult? For false Christ and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and miracles to deceive even the elect if that were possible. Matthew 24, 24 These passages predict that the time of the end will feature all kinds of miracles and signs, a counterfeit manifestation of the supernatural. Witches and warlocks appear on talk shows. New Agers are everywhere, selling magic crystals and channeling departed spirits. Counterfeit signs and wonders are booming. All this makes it seem clearer that just as Jesus predicted, we are living the time of the coming of the Son of Man. Verse 27. Signpost 7. An Awakened World what is the meaning of the awakening of world consciousness of Africa, the Middle East, Eastern Europe, and the nations of the Far East? Let the nations be aroused. Swing the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. So great is their wickedness. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. Joel 3, 12-14 Today in Asia and Africa, Eastern Europe and former Soviet Union, the Middle Eastern countries, we are witnessing perhaps the most widespread awakening of individual nations in all of recorded history, for the day of the Lord is near. Signpost 8. Peace Plans and War Preparations We live in a strange world. Everyone agrees that we should give a peace a chance. We talk peace, yet pent-up hostilities some centuries-old flare into open conflict. The prophets Micah and Joel predicted that at a very time the nations talk about their desire for peace, Micah 4, 1-3, distrust for their neighbors compels them to prepare for war, Joel 3, 9-13. Long ago the Bible pictured our present peace-war dilemma and declared that Permanent peace will reign on earth only when Jesus comes. Signpost 9. Modern Progress Why, after centuries of human history, have transportation and communication brought the world so close together? Until the time of the end, many will go here and there to increase knowledge. Daniel 12.4 Daniel here indicates that knowledge of his prophecies would increase in or until the time of the end. But this prediction also seems to point straight to our computerized information age. Knowledge of all kinds has increased at lightning speed these past few years. There have been more changes in the past 50 years than in the previous 2000. Many will go here and there to increase knowledge. Before 1850, people moved around by horse and buggy, 
pretty much as they had from the beginning of time. Now we break the sound barriers and span the globe in everything from Concord airplanes to space shuttles. Increased travel and the recent flood of inventions give further evidence that we're living in the time of the end. Signpost 10. Gospel to all the world. Jesus predicted that just before his coming, the gospel would reach the whole world. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. Matthew 24, 14. For decades, almost half the globe was locked behind an iron curtain, shut away from the good news. But then almost overnight, Eastern Europe slipped from the iron grip of communism. The Berlin Wall came crashing down and the mighty Soviet empire fell apart. Suddenly, roughly half the planet was opening its arms to the gospel. The gospel is truly going to the whole world as never before. By satellite, the Christian message is simultaneously being broadcasted to almost every nation. We are living in the very day Jesus spoke of when he declared, This gospel will be preached in the whole world, and then the end will come. Section 2. How soon will Jesus come? After describing the events that were characterized the time just preceding the second coming, Jesus concludes his remarks by saying, I tell you the truth, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Matthew 24, 34 The conclusion is obvious. The generation portrayed by these signposts of prophecy will see Jesus return to earth a second time. It won't be long until we are swept away sin and suffering and establish his everlasting kingdom. Jesus cautions, no one knows the day or hour. Verse 36, and Jesus continues, You also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Matthew 24, 44. Section 3, Jesus, the world's only hope. Christ is the last, best hope of our world today, because only he can deal with the very things that he destroying it, sin. Jesus died on Calvary to make possible the defeat of evil and deliverance for all who respond to his offer of salvation. He who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason for the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. 1 John 3.8 Our Savior created a way out of our crumbling world by sacrificing his own flesh and blood. And the same Jesus, who will someday cure all the world's ills by destroying sin offers right now to erase the guilt of sin from your life. You don't have to wait for the second coming to find release from guilt and from anxiety and destructive behavior. Jesus is quite willing to give you his kind of peace this very moment. While attending a religious meeting, a young woman felt strangely moved by the gospel presentation. As she heard the story of a soon-coming Savior unfold, all the pieces began to fit into place. This made sense. She decided that she had been looking for love, happiness, and peace in all the wrong places. Jesus had to be the answer. The next day, when the evangelist had his associate went to see her, she poured out the story of a bitter and broken life. She'd sunk 
to the bottom of an alcoholism and was supporting herself through prostitution. After describing her problem, she sobbed out, You were really speaking to me last night. But the voice that had reached her heart was the voice of God, and she was speaking tenderly. She decided to lay it all on the line. She invited Christ to come into her heart as Christ, as Savior and Lord, and fastened onto the hope of his soon return. In the weeks that followed, she began to notice that her many fears and insecurities, which she'd always tried to drown in drink, now found release as she spent time communicating with Jesus. He began to deliver her from the compulsions that had been wrecking her life. She had done a lot of things she wasn't proud of, but Christ's grace and forgiveness proved stronger than his shame. The experience of the thief on the cross meant a lot to her. In her last desperate hours, he turned to the innocent sufferer beside him and asked, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Luke 23:42. Jesus immediately answered by promising the thief a place with him in paradise. Verse 43. The same Jesus who graciously offered forgiveness to that dying thief now offers you salvation, complete pardon, and peace of mind. Discover it for yourself today. You too can pray with a dying thief. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus will answer, I will come again and you will be with me in paradise. Let's close with a prayer. Thank you, Father, for the blessed hope of your soon coming. Please prepare us for your glorious return. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless each one of you and have a blessed day. With this, we have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's word, you are always welcome to write to us. Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, Pune 411037. Maharashtra, India. And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com helenrichesv at gmail.com H-E-L-E-N-R-I-C-H-E-S-V at gmail.com you can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers. Center of Digital Evangelism, CDE, 000-800-040-040-1704. Or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two. 2880. Our WhatsApp number is plus 919000089093. And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com. H E L E N R I C H E sv at gmail.com We invite you to visit us on our website www.awr.org 
www.madhuri.org this is david and i am madhuri signing off at awr do join us again along with your family and friends till then we wish you goodbye, goodbye and, and god, god bless, bless. This is the Adventist World Radio and you are listening to the Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is bible@awr.org or you could also call us on WhatsApp at +1224222077. Once again, 